Welcome to the Talking with Tata podcast. I'm your host, Andy Schneider, also known as Tata. I'm really excited for you all to listen to today's podcast with Stephanie Rosenfeld, who is the owner of Education by SR, and she really talks to us about how, especially education in the tri-state area, it's competitive and it can be fun and we don't have to make it something that's so boring. And she really does make education just something that your child is looking forward to. She starts at the beginning with them and it's a whole package deal, works through every education milestone and then probably works with the child's sibling. And it's a collaborative approach. We work together, but she's working with the school. She has a lot of connections to schools, educators, OTs, PTs, the parents, the caretaker. It might be the nanny who's really in charge most of the time. And that's something that we really want this community, this Tata community to listen to and just understand that education doesn't have to be boring. You can make it fun and the parent can absolutely be involved in that as well. My ability to create this positive atmosphere for the child and they want to learn and they are excited. Right. I've never had an experience of anyone saying, ugh, I don't wanna do this right now. By connecting with the child so deeply, I'm able to jump right in. Mm-hmm. We have a trust, they know exactly what's coming. And that is what really I find is the success for all my sessions and right. the growth right. of my children. Today's Tata's tip of the week is something that Stephanie in our podcast today really does touch upon and talk about and encourage, which is get on the floor, play with your child. And I've made a lot of tips about talking to your child and being involved, but get on the floor, get messy, put the phone down. And Stephanie will touch upon this as well, but go to the kitchen and cook with your child or go outside to the playground and go down the slide with them and really making it fun. Because then you can sneak in these little goals about speech therapy or education. And let's say we are working on letters. Get blocks that have letters and play with the blocks. So your child is exposed to it at a very young age, but it doesn't feel like you are teaching them or it's a lesson and it's a boring learning process. Make everything fun. Get down on the ground, get messy, and just have a good time with your child. I am so excited to welcome Stephanie Rosenfeld, the owner of Education by SR, to the podcast today. Stephanie is a teaching expert born and raised in New York City. Stephanie's been working with children for over a decade in various educational settings, working with all early childhood age groups, general education, special education, inclusive school, public school, and private school. Stephanie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. So for those who don't know you since you flew in from New York, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and then we'll get into what Education by SR is. Yeah, so I'm from New York, and I have been teaching, like Andy said, for over 10 years now. I started in education in high school when I had to do community service, and I worked in a school, and I ended up really enjoying my experience in the classroom so much that I really stuck with it through the whole time. And education became really important to me because my personal educational path was not very traditional. I was at a top Manhattan school and I'm usually a very happy and upbeat person. But as you know, education is all about the positive experience. Mm -hmm. And my parents noticed that I was not in the right environment. I was not happy going to school. I was complaining. 
Was it the people or was it the teachers? It was the teaching environment. Okay. It was just not my learning style. Okay. And my parents switched me to a school that was just right for my learning style. Mm -hmm. And it changed my life in the most insane way. Mm -hmm. Which I think something I know that we're going to talk about is how really education is so individualized. So I think what your – probably your experience then led to – Yeah. It made a huge impact on my life, really just this switching the schools. And I see that, you know, the educational experience really needs to be tailored to every single child Mm -hmm. because this is where they spend most of their time. It should be a positive, happy, exciting thing for kids to do. We can absolutely relate to that. So high school is when everything started. And then when did you get your path? So I went to Tulane where I continued with education and after – Tulane, I went to Bank Street, which is a teacher's college in Manhattan. Okay. And there I had the experience to really interact with all various schools and really seeing the type of environment that I liked the best. And before COVID, I was working in nursery school, Mm -hmm. which I loved. I was working at the most amazing school and then COVID happened and I was working with four-year-olds over Zoom. Mm -hmm. Which was very difficult, Mm -hmm. and I think both for the parents and for the teachers. And when I was – I was living at my parents' house, and I met my neighbor's child who the mother was going crazy. I was going crazy from doing everything on Zoom. And I said, I'm a teacher. And she said, please, you need to help me. Take him. (laughs) Take him. And I said, great. And I was seeing kids – seven kids a day, seven days a week, with also doing my Zoom school. I actually, before we get into other topics, I really, I want to know about Zoom. So I do Zoom with a lot of my adult clients. I really don't do it that often with anyone under 10. What do you think in terms of Zoom? You know, how are children expected? And I know obviously we're kind of past the whole like Zoom school, but how are children really expected to look at you over a screen and focus? You know, did you think that was really sustainable? No. Yeah. I could not relate to the kids. The joy of working with this very young age is coming in and the love and the social factors Mm -hmm. and just the joy of this really young age where they're learning so many things and they grow so quickly and it's great. Over Zoom, it was so foreign Mm -hmm. and you can't make those same connections. Absolutely. So – you know, what exactly is education by SR? Who are you? You know, what is really the benefit for people working with you? Education by SR is a bespoke tutoring company in New York City, and we help kids in all areas of development, creating customized lesson plans and building a love of learning and confidence in the classroom. Parents call me and they tell me about their child And from that, I come in, I do a basic assessment, and at the end of my sessions, I ask the student, so what do you like? What do you want to see? And I Mm -hmm. sit there, and I write down – they watch me do it, and I write down every single thing that they tell me they like, which is a wide range of things. (laughs) It could be Paw Patrol, fire trucks. It could be anything, right? Yes. Yes. I've heard it all. Yep. From the needs that they need educationally, what they enjoy, I combine it. Mm -hmm. I work with kids from two to eight years old. So because they are so young, I still want to make it a positive experience. Mm -hmm. If I'm working 
with you, you know, I would bring pink, some sushi, and <laughs> some great music. Absolutely. Some country music. That's exactly <laughs> what I want. Exactly. Sushi and country music for a Tata. Parents sometimes say to me, you know, 50 minutes, is that going to be too long? Mm-hmm. And 100% of the time, the kids are sitting there and they want to continue after because mm-hmm. it really is, this time is for them. And they just really enjoy it. Yeah. And you're making it fun for them. So I know, obviously, I know you personally. We're really good friends. But I know that your program is really customized. So can you explain to us, you know, what does that mean? How do you customize it? How can you be different than every other, you know, teacher, tutor? I can type into the computer ABC worksheets, edition plus plus twos worksheets, and I could print those all out and I can show up. And I know that's what a lot of tutors Mm -hmm. do. But... I get my inspiration from everything around me. I do not print anything off the internet. Mm -hmm. Everything really is thought out. Every child, after I meet with them, has a list in their folder of all of their educational goals. Mm -hmm. I'm always referring back to that to make their lessons for that week. I could be working with three five-year-olds who all need help with phonics, but all of their phonics lessons are going to be different Mm -hmm. while the core... Of course, you know, A says A is going to be the same, but how I'm doing it is going to be very different for every single child. Right. So you're really customizing it to everyone's needs, but also just the personality, right? Exactly. So it's not that far off from what we do with Tata, and that's why we work so well together, just because we really are looking at the child as a whole and – They, you know, I have three nieces, every single one of them. I mean, Will is a baby, but the other two, they're really different. So would you say that's really the method to your madness? What would be like your go-to? The method to my madness is, you know, really reflecting on what stays the same in all of my sessions is my ability to create this positive atmosphere for the child and they want to learn and they are excited. Right. I've never had an experience of anyone saying, ugh, I don't want to do this right now. By connecting with the child so deeply, I'm able to jump right in. Mm -hmm. We have a trust. They know exactly what's coming. And that is what really I find is the success for all my sessions and the growth of my children. Right. And I noticed that. I mean, look, I'm not sure how much this can come across in a podcast, but you're fun. You're silly. You have a very relatable personality. For those who know you, I think, you know, you're kind of the life of the party. And I would say that is what I see that you bring into all of your client sessions. You know, you bring your personality, which that's something that I think is probably more relatable to kids because they don't want someone who's 65 coming to sit and do letters with them. That's boring. You know, they want someone who's just fun and getting to the point, but they're kind of hiding the lesson, which seems like you know, that is what you're doing. Obviously, you are teaching them, but you're making it more like I'm a friend coming to hang out with you and just give you a little extra prep. Yes. So obviously, as a small business owner myself, I understand just the intricacies of starting a new business, promoting it, dealing with competition. How do you really prevent, you know, with social media being so public, how do you prevent people from really stealing your ideas and copying you? Yeah. I mean, it can't be helped. But Imitation is the finest form of flattery, Mm -hmm. and I do get many people who try and copy my program. (laughs) However, you can copy all of my ideas and all of the activities that I'm doing, but you cannot copy my style and connection that I have with the children. Mm -hmm. So 
I'm happy to inspire and I love seeing what other people and other educators are doing, but I feel like it's the whole picture. Mm-hmm. Right. It's the whole package. And yeah. I agree with that. I think, you know, that's something we ask a lot of small businesses. How do you really stand out and make sure that someone's not, you know, copying you on Instagram or whatever it is? So do you find that social media has really changed your business? Instagram and all social media is such a great way of getting my message out there. And the most people who reach out, out to me are parents. Mm-hmm. They they want to do exactly what's the right thing for their child. Even my sister who has two young kids, she is telling me, well, he's so curious about the letters. How exactly do you teach them? Mm-hmm. And she was saying that she was doing them one way. And I'm like, well, this is actually the right way to do them. And it's just these little things that make a difference. And also parents want to be able to give their children the best. Right. Social media, it's also a fun way to get really great ideas. And, you know, again, going back to that copying, you can still get great ideas and put your own spin to it. So that's what I know we do. You know, you see these teachers, you know, who are in Iowa and they're posting these amazing videos and you're like, wow, I never actually thought of that. So I think there are some pros. Obviously, there's a lot of cons, but I do think that there's so many pros to just putting your message out there, teaching other people, but also that's probably how you get a good amount of clients like we do. Yeah, definitely. So what ages do you work with? I know that if you start with a young age example, we do, you know, six months. How do you prevent kids from eating your supplies? Or, you know, what age do you really want to start with? So I start with kids at two years old. Mm-hmm. And I will usually stay with them until they're eight. I do not have anyone eating eating the supplies, <laughs> but we definitely sometimes get a little excited. And I've learned my lesson. I travel everywhere with a giant placemat yep. to make sure that – Nothing gets ruined. Absolutely. Some nice furniture you are dealing with there. Yeah. So, you know, tell us a little bit about just collaborative approach. I know as a speech therapist, we work with PTs and OTs and teachers, and we really do believe in making it a team approach. Um, Do you have that same idea? Yes. When I speak to the parents or after we've done a few sessions, I always suggest that we all connect because the goal at the end of the day is to get the best for the child. Can only get so much from Mm -hmm. the picture, hearing just from the parents. So I love speaking with teachers and the OTs and speech and it really helps and enhances the programming. Absolutely. And I know we even do these summer programs together. Everybody sign up. (laughs) And one of the things that I notice is you can kind of focus on something with letters and I might be focusing on the sound. So we really can work together. And a lot of these clients we actually see privately and you can kind of report back to me, okay, this is something I noticed or have you looked at this with them? And I think that's the most important part because in the end of the day, especially for you, the teachers are the ones – you know, who really see the children more than the parents, I would say. And, you know, you want to collaborate with them. And then at least from a speech perspective, the OT, the PT, you know, there's so many other people that are part of the team other than parents, nannies, you know, whoever the caretaker is. Yeah, you need you need the full picture. And mm-hmm. I love working with you because it's also just a whole new experience to self-made boss ladies. (laughs) And it's really an interesting journey. And I feel so lucky to have met you. Thank you. It's Well, it's really because of our sisters. We can give them (laughs) some credit here. So tell me a little bit. Obviously, you are now your own boss. Was that a difficult transition, you know, COVID, going from working for a practice or a school and then moving to, oh, wait, this is me. I'm the only one in charge. I have no one to blame but myself. Would you say that was a difficult transition or is it something that you're really – 
happy that you did. I am so happy with this leap of faith I took. Mm -hmm. And it's really been so amazing and definitely worth it. What I miss the most about working in the school was just the beautiful community of teachers and parents. And it was just such a great environment to be in. I love working in schools, but now this is really, I just enjoy it so much. I love being my own boss and it's definitely a learning curve for me. I'm learning how to do so many things. Right. And also now working with you, I finally have someone. That's the collaboration. Mm -hmm. It's just been great. I I agree with that. And, you know, obviously we are both the only owners of our, you know, businesses. And I feel as though you kind of need a community. I have an OT that I work with, a PT. You were my go-to friend and teacher, you know, tutor. Feel as though we kind of have a team, even though we're really our own small business. And I think that's something I want, I love to kind of explain to our Tata community of moms. And, you know, I always have different moms on and just different guests. And I always explain, you know, you can be the only person that people are relying on, but it's okay to kind of use other people for help or really rely on other people, even if they're not in your little core group. Yeah. It takes a village. Yeah. Absolutely. It does take a village. And obviously, it takes a village to raise a family, but it also takes a village to really run your own business and work with all these kids. Absolutely. Do you find it difficult to hire people? Well, right now, I have actually a team of five other educators. They are all trained in this SR method to really have this deep connection with students and Mm -hmm. not just showing up with piles of papers. I find that teachers all have the same, maybe not all teachers, but all of the teachers that I have come across and especially with this like new learning style, they want what's best for the child. They want the whole picture. They want to make sure that the child's getting the most from these sessions. Mm -hmm. So it has been a positive experience. Yeah. And I think, you know, for us, it was a little difficult and, you know, at the start to really hire people and train. But I think the most important thing that I have found is personality matters. You're working with eight-month-old, two-year-old, six-year-old, 10-year-old, the parents. You know, you need to have a relatable personality. Do you think that's something that you really look for in your team as well? Definitely. I feel that I need to meet them and, you know, get a coffee. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of my other educators, she's my best friend, of course. I blindly trust her mm-hmm. and I know – you know, I give her her few points. She knows exactly what to do. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the education that teachers are getting, but you can definitely see the excitement of learning and teaching. Mm-hmm. And But definitely giving up the control, I guess, is a little bit difficult, but I guess that's it with everything. Yeah. And look, there's a lot of teaching fatigue. You know, they say there's Zoom fatigue. Well, there's teacher fatigue as well. And we discussed in another podcast really just how you, me, we're all giving these people opportunities to really leave their environments or maybe do it both, do both, you know, work in a school and then meet with us afterwards. And I think that's also great because if you make it fun, you're really not going to get as fatigued, which I think is a really important lesson for people. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm running from student to student to student, back to back to back. And only at the end, I realize, you know, at seven o'clock at night when I get home, I'm like, oh, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> so you're an educator. You offer tutoring sessions. What else do you guys offer? Do you work with children getting into school? What really is your skill set? We offer custom curriculum sessions for students of all learning abilities. Some people might want it for a year, but for the most part, 90% of my clients are really in working with me for a long term. Once I work with the older child, I'm working with the younger child. And It's a really beautiful connection because it's like being part of their family and Mm -hmm. I really understand their dynamics and it's just 
super great. But then recently there's been more interest for kindergarten admissions, mm-hmm. which is a very hot topic in New York. It's a competitive topic. It's a, it's a you know, people are, are very nervous to share where they want to go to school. You know, what do you guide parents with? Well, it helps because I am not an alarmist. Mm-hmm. I feel very calm and I know that all of these kids, I personally believe that they're all phenomenal and I know mm-hmm. they're going to end up in the school that's perfect for them. But in a way to help with parents, I work with kids about a year in advance for their applications and I just help them with, if parents specifically want help with this kindergarten admissions, I do the basics of what they're looking for in these interviews. I have created a program specific for kindergarten admissions so it doesn't feel so robotic and forced forced, and nothing will happen naturally. Right. Right. You're not changing in, who your child is. In not three that you're weeks. trying to, but you're not, you know, changing how they interview in three weeks. Yeah, they're not gonna learn they're not gonna learn anything. Yeah. And I don't believe in forcing anything upon a child and they need to be comfortable with the information. Right. And it seems like you're really walking through every child through every educational milestone, right? That's kind of what your program is. You're starting at the bottom with them and really working your way through, whether it's every grade or really just every part of education, it seems. And then usually I continue on with once the child's in kindergarten, I continue on with the family because it's such a positive experience. So you really start with them in the beginning and then you really take them through, okay, we're going to work on this. We might be learning our letters. And then once we're in kindergarten or you get them into kindergarten, then we're going to continue. And eventually as they quote unquote age out, if that ever happens, you're then working with the younger sibling. If Yes. You, you really have that bond there. Yes. And then once my students have aged out with me, they're going with the next SR educator right? who would be a better match. Right. So you really do have this like team where you kind of build off of each other. Um, So yeah, I think it's important for all of our community to know, you know, it's not just tutoring. It's not just teaching education. You can help with really whatever needs they have. Getting into school or maybe just feeling more confident talking to people, interviews, whether maybe it's not an interview, but maybe even just part of what we do is, you know, having a conversation with an adult. And some children don't feel comfortable doing that. And I think that's important for everyone to know your services don't just, you know, they're not just phonics and math. It's really just expanding into just getting the child feeling comfortable with education and just people in general. Building a love of learning. And I just find it to be so important, especially at this age where it can really affect a child. Mm -hmm. And yeah, my services are a huge scope. And I really try to do everything for all of my families because I'm so excited just when I see the results. Mm -hmm. And also it's such an exciting time now because there's like this spring leap when it's all coming together. And yeah, yeah, it's really exciting and really great. Great. So just to kind of bring it back to our Tata community, if they don't live in New York and they really can't work with you because it's, you know, you're not accessible just to where we are now, um, maybe when you're in Florida, that changes. But do you have any tips of just parents who maybe can't hire a tutor, but they really just want to get their child started? It doesn't matter at what age, but they just want to give them the confidence. Do you have any tips for our community? I really think putting your phone down and connecting with your child, sit on the floor Get crisscross applesauce, pour out the blocks, and just talk with your child. Mm -hmm. They are a person. And, I mean, I post it all the time on my Instagram. Cooking with kids is one of my favorite things to do. Make a mess. Crack – get the eggs – the shells in the batter. It's okay. 
You don't have to eat it. <laughs> Get them it's involved. The, yeah, it's a learning experience. You don't need to be controlling and overbearing. They want to do it. They want to try. Mm-hmm. And those small connections create the bigger moments. And, you know, reading a book, all these things that are so basic that it's almost like we have forgotten how to do because technology has taken over. Taken over. Absolutely. So where can our listeners find you? Social media, your website, tell us all. You can find me at Education by SR and online, educationbysr.com. Great. And I will be um, sharing a post about our class this summer. I'm really excited to work with you again. And if anybody has any interest in New York City or Miami over the breaks, for some tutoring, education, or just a little bit of extra help, Education by SR is it. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Don't forget to visit Talking with Tata on Instagram and on Facebook.